Happy day, everyone. Santiro, and welcome to our video podcast called Better Catholics. Here we are going to talk about um, matters of faith, matters of life, even, and many other things uh, under the sun. And hopefully, we'll be able to uh, introduce ideas to you, help you learn, help you go, help you grow to become better Catholics. Um, I am Father Melvin Avilia. I am a priest of uh, San Jude Parish in Coblerville. I just got here in the island last January, so I'm not even a year here in, uh, in, in Saipan. My name is Donna Flores, and uh, I am from the beautiful island of Saipan. I am an alumnus of Mount Carmel High School, class of 1990. Um, I, my work is very, uh, heavily involved in the disabilities community. And um, church-wise, I've been a lector commentator for Kusarai Parish for over 20 years. And just this past year, I have been uh, a lector here at the Mount Carmel Cathedral. Uh, thank you, Father Melvin and Donna. Thank you really for... Uh, giving us your time in this uh, new project for the diocese. Uh, this is my first time to do uh, what you call this podcast. Yes. So I'm Bishop Ryan. I uh, was ordained priest for the diocese in 2003 and was appointed bishop in 2016. So um, I'm actually nervous with this kind of program. <laughs> but we have Donna with us who will yes. help us when uh, we are nervous. And so what Father Melvin said that hopefully uh, through this medium, we're able to discuss uh, topics of interest, not only to um, the church goers, but even those perhaps who have left the church. And um, this is our, uh, again, first time to do this. So please bear with us. And uh, yeah, why, why are we doing this, Father Melvin? Oh, yeah. So there are so many reasons why we are doing this. Oh, and uh, this is a, a new way, really, of, of evangelization. This is a new way of reaching out to the people and the way of uh, bringing about the truth of the gospel, the joy of the gospel to the, to the people. So um, new as it is, it's actually not very new uh, to a lot of people because this has been in, you know, uh, people have been using this uh, medium for, for years, many years now already. At least in the United States, I know that they are already using a video podcast um, or podcast uh, to reach out to the people. You know, when you shared with me about podcasts, I really thought it's just our voice. Mm -hmm. And so when uh, uh, I learned that it's both uh, the audio and then the, uh, the visual, the video, I said, uh, Father Melvin, you know, we need someone <laughs> like who looks better in a frame than us. <laughs> And so we thought of Donna, and thank oh, you really, right, thank Donna. You. <laughs> <laughs> Not only because, uh, you know, uh, you are Donna, but more so it's important for us priests to have a different perspective from a layperson and someone who loves her faith dearly. You're a mother, you're a consistent uh, a churchgoer, and you're involved in many ways. And so uh, feel free to ask questions, and then we're not here to give answers because we cannot possibly give answers to all the questions that our viewers have. Mm -hmm. But we're here to perhaps, you know, provide a venue for conversation. Yes. And why we're doing this because, you know, other than our weekly reflection of the gospel, where in the content is much focus, you know, the readings for the Sunday. This one, this uh, podcast we have, the topics would be a variety of perhaps 
concerns. You know, I hope that one day um, uh, Donna can also help us interview with the young adults and, and the young, and and maybe your from your line of work. You know, you you serve uh, um, our community members who are probably not uh, known yet by many of our parishioners. How can the church be truly a church where we accompany others mm-hmm. in their search for meaning right, right. and their search for faith? And there are many concerns that we can talk about really here in the program, like uh, the status of our CCD program, the status of, of the youth ministry, even the status of the uh, vocation here in, in the CNMI. Are we getting uh, enough vocations? What about mission and ministry of the diocese? You know, the social action uh, uh, of the diocese of Chalan Kanoa, are we doing enough? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and many other things. Do you have any other uh, ideas, Donna, that we, things that we can talk about? Maybe issues. Well, uh, yes, I do. Um, you did touch on being better Catholics. But I think what we need to focus on first is how to bring Catholics back, how to make mm-hmm. them practicing Catholics again. And yes. then we can eventually help, uh, help them better uh, how they practice their faith and how they uh, nurture their children in that way as well. Um, unlike you folks, you know, there's always a general fear of approaching those that are higher than us mm-hmm. lay people, right? So being a, I mean, I'm not perfect. Uh, I go to church. I'm a sinner. I go to church because this is where I find my my peace. This is where I I uh, am able to uh, think about my faith, right? And reflect and listen to the preachings and listen to homilies. Homilies are very important. And Bishop, uh, it's no secret, right? I never hold back when I have, you know... Uh, something to say about a certain homily that was given that day or how somebody... Whether how priest, it's my homily or another priest's yes, homily. <laughs> and, and how it's delivered and yeah. the context of the homily and how is it relevant to us here in our island community with our culture, right? So it's uh, it's very reflective on, on how, uh, how we receive information and how we interpret it. Um, so... I think cultural sensitivity is a big issue. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard for you folks because we're all from this region, right? So uh, we we have those values. We're familialistic. Uh, you know, we're not as individualistic as maybe Westerners are, right? So I think it's very important to first bring people back to faith. People, my friends, I, you know, they know I, I go to the church and, you know, I read and sometimes I'm made a, not fun of, but they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're so, you're so holy. You always go to church. I said, not really, you know, because I acknowledge that I need to go there and my faith brings me there. And um, that's where I sit and I reflect and I ponder and I ask for forgiveness and insight, uh, that is where you should go, right? It's the gathering place for us believers in in God, in our Catholic faith. But I do get, you know, some uh, opinions from people like, I have faith, I believe in God, but I don't go to church. 
So I'm like, why? Why don't you go to church? Well, you know, there's sometimes uh, the church is discriminating or there's hypocrisy there. They say, you know, God, Jesus says, don't discriminate, love all. Yet here we are with, you know, we do these, uh, we have opinions on conflicting opinions on people's lifestyles. And it's like we're chasing people out, especially I can say, I don't know, I'm, I'm midway, right? I'm halfway through my life. I'm 49 years old. So I think my age group and below, nowadays the tendency is to have uh, their own personal feelings uh, realized and articulated versus listening to mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. Following mom right, and dad right. the traditional way. And um, I just really think first we need to find ways to bring people back to the church, bring them in, regather. We need to gather again. And then that's how we can continue the process of uh, maybe change our style of preaching. There's so many ways. Uh, as far you mentioned CCD, maybe uh, I was talking with the bishop, maybe not necessarily just a full classroom approach all the time. Um, because there are those children in the, in the community, those with, you know, um, special needs, those who have a different, a unique way of learning, maybe they cannot benefit from that strict uh, type of teaching. Maybe there are other ways. There are other ways they can communicate and show you that they understand what you are saying to them. It's just the design of the instruction that needs to be more creative. So we should look that way too. I uh, I have many conversations with the bishop, you know, so I, when somebody presents a case to me, sometimes I tell him, hey, what about this child? You know, he, he has autism, but he wants to receive confirmation. Why is he not being afforded the opportunity to do so? Just because his style of learning is different doesn't mean he doesn't understand. So we have to know these kids, they right. want to go to church. We know they have a belief, their parents believe we should not discriminate against them. We should instead find ways to connect with them and help them because they do understand it's just in a different way. Oh, Donna, that, you, you raise a lot of very important points there. If I could just uh, react to three. One is when you said we really need to bring back people to church. Right. Our parishioners who were once very active, very much involved, who probably went through the whole shebang, baptism, confirmation, Holy Communion, and all the sacraments, but are not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And perhaps related to that is for us to know, to ask the question, why did they leave? Exactly. What is missing? What have we not done? Are we able to make that connection with faith expression and the lived experience because perhaps there is so much disconnect with our way of worship, our learning about the faith and what matters to people in their day-to-day living. The second point that Donna, you raised so well is the importance of culture, right? In fact, in other places, uh, priests uh, coming in like from other countries and coming into a new diocese, there's what they call intercultural competency. That you don't just come in and not know about what has already been been the set practices. What what 
matters to people. It's important for us to keep us in mind. And for us here in the diocese, you know, we have such rich and diverse practices, you know, fiestas. We have the procession where we know as Luca, which by the way, I'm hoping we can resume on December 8th, the visitation of the Nino Jesus. You know, again, we stopped it last year because of the pandemic. There are so many expressions of our faith. And we can't just say like, you know, Father Mabs, oh, we didn't study this in theology. It's really should be about, you know, the word and God. But the word became flesh. Jesus was born in a specific time and culture and context. And so our ministry must also respond to that. So that's um, a, a very good point, Donna. Wow, you can, you can host a full episode. <laughs> yeah, right. And the third that caught my attention is when you mentioned about CCD. You actually uh, brought up a very important point on how we can diversify our instruction. Because we're so just, I think, you know, we're doing, I, we do our best on instructing like the usual traditional classroom setting. Mm -hmm. Father Melvin and I had this discussion about how we shift from a classroom model of CCD to what Pope Francis would call an accompaniment model. And when you mentioned about special needs, that's a way of accompanying them. Yeah. And actually, I've been approached by some parishioners on, you know, uh, my child is, um, his, his or her style of learning is not the same from the regular kids. So I guess it's an area where we need to grow. Yeah. We definitely have a lot of uh, things to discuss. You know, yes. we can, we have so many things that we can discuss in this, um, in this stage. Um we have so many questions. The, the reasons why people leave the church and the reasons why we want them to come back. These are all things that we can talk about in this program. Um, there are so many uh, experiences probably uh, in, in your life as a bishop where people come to you asking questions. And, you know, these are individual people coming to you. What if we can offer them a bigger stage? Because that one question is probably a question not only of one person, but it is a question of uh, sure. a lot of people. You know, so that one question is representing a question of probably 10 or more people here in the, uh, in the CNMI. Not only in the CNMI, but also in the other parts of the world wherein people are uh, watching and listening to us. Um, so if we can offer them that stage uh, wherein people can come and ask questions through this uh, uh, video podcast, that would be a, a great uh, evangelization ministry. You know? And that is what we are offering here. Um, so we definitely want to offer some answers. We want to know more questions uh, from people. So if you have questions... Uh, uh, that we want, uh, that you want to to be answered um, in matters of life, of faith, or um, whatever question you may have. Ask Donna. You. Yes. <laughs> no, don't ask, Donna. ask me, and I will ask them. Yes, just, <laughs> I'm good at that. <laughs> yes. Ask Ask Donna about love. You can ask her oh, about man. love. You know, no. what, which better person? <laughs> I think uh, the topic on love can be like one whole episode. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. It's probably going to take a few. Oh, that's, <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. Uh, so we 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 uh, we have established that already. So why we talk about this here? The video podcast. We reach out to a lot of people. We can reach out to more people 
if we are to look at the statistics alone, we have uh, in the mainland United States, uh, 25% of people listen to mm -hmm. uh, podcasts. Mm -hmm. And if we are to apply it here in the CNMI, we would have about uh, 10,000 listeners. Uh, fingers and, crossed. Uh, yes, yeah. fingers <laughs> crossed, of course. 10,000 listeners or viewers uh, to our podcast. That's a lot of people that we can reach out sure to. Sure is. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like I said, I don't think, generally speaking, that people have lost their faith. Mm. We all need something to believe in, right? In times of struggle, in times of triumph, in times of happiness, there's always someone, we uh, something that we thank or we plead to right someone above us a higher being mm -hmm. and here in the CNMI we're predominantly Catholic mm -hmm. that's just who we are right I'm not saying that we are closed ears to change we're yes. not it's how you propose it and how you present it I think it makes a difference because if you uh if you uh, say it in an offensive way or in a it must be this way type uh, attitude, chances are we're, we close our eyes, our ears and like, ah, you know, it's this isn't the approach we need. Yes. And it, I think yes. we, you know, the example of Jesus in his ministry in the gospel is very much our it's our model. Mm -hmm. He is our model. Who did he reach out? Mm -hmm. Right. The prostitute, the sinners, you know, the tax collector. And these people mentioned in the gospel are you and I. You mentioned about being a sinner and not perfect. That's Father Melvin and I too. We're not exempted just because we wear a nicer cloth uniform mm -hmm. than yours. Yours is nice too. It's <laughs> Advent. It's you get purple. yours pressed for you. I, I press my own. <laughs> That's uh, okay, we can, that yes. would be another another topic. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, we we have a lot to talk yeah. about. Yes. Thank you yeah. very much, uh, yes. Donna, for yeah. uh, for being with us, and Bishop, of course, uh, for for sharing your uh, thoughts, your ideas, yeah. Donna, for your expertise. Hopefully, <laughs> yes, in the yes. future, we'll be expertise. able to, uh, <laughs> to learn more from you. Thank you. Um, uh, so, like I said, uh, we have to open our. Uh, we have to open our eyes, we have to open our, our ears and hopefully listen to, uh, to the cries of the people, to the questions of the people, offer answers um, to all of your questions, um, questions and answers that will make us become better Catholics.